Welcome to FIO on the Air, the voice of the festivals and events industry in Ontario. Please welcome our CEO and your host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome to FIO on the Air. Today we've got uh, another in our uh, series of spotlight on our uh, suppliers and we've got our friends from Insurance Land with us, uh, Joe Sherwinski. Joe, welcome to FIO on the Air. Thank you, David, uh, for having me on your podcast today. We truly uh, value our relationship with uh, Festival Events Ontario. And you know what we do too, Joe? We always uh, like to see you and Paul at the conference. And, and I guess you guys have been members for three, four years. Um, why? Yeah. What, what's the importance of the membership? What, why did you guys get involved with us? And, and what are you getting out of your membership? Well, David, when we, uh, when we first approached uh, Festival Events uh, Ontario, we looked at the the demographic of of your membership, and one of the things that uh, you know in today's world, people and organizations are always uh, striving to maximize their time and money. So, um, like I mentioned, the the makeup of festival events and your membership uh, enabled us to provide the largest discount for home and auto insurance rates to to your membership. So, from our standpoint, uh, the advantage for us would be that uh, by having such a large discount, when people would call in to us, you know, our closing ratio would be uh, would be much higher than our normal retail segment, which would allow us to be a lot more efficient uh, as a company. And then on the flip side, uh, when you uh, or your organization uh, and your memberships, they want to see the value of why they want to be members. And with the exclusive program, um, you know, most of the uh, the members and their employees, I want to stress employees, you know, are able to save money on their home and auto insurance and thus realizing the further value in their uh, membership with uh, festival events. And Joe, we've had this conversation before. Uh, your offer rolls out to much more to, than just employees, right? Uh, you're offering for volunteers of festivals who, who put in time and work with uh, festivals in their community. They can uh, get that same home and auto insurance benefit? Absolutely. Um, any any member or uh, you know employee or volunteer of uh, festival events is, uh, has the opportunity to, uh, to partake in the, uh, in the program. And that's something that I think we really have to stress in our executive directors and um, boards of directors of the various member groups in our organization. You know, people are giving up a lot of their time uh, and energy to volunteer, and without them, we can't run the festivals and events we do. And I don't think it's really getting through that this is an added benefit to volunteering. How, how would a volunteer of any given festival go about reaching you guys and finding out what that discount might be? Well, David, every every uh, member uh, organization or festival that's part of festival events um, will, you know, will be able to go on to the festival events website and find out uh, ways to, to contact us either through our 1-800 number or uh, contacting, uh, contacting us uh, through our insurance land website. So again, we, we got to stress to all of our people out there, pass this on, include it in your newsletters, and you reach right across the province. You don't have to be in Toronto or in Mississauga. Or, uh, is absolutely that Absolutely not. That is absolutely correct. We, we write uh, from Windsor to, uh, to Ottawa and from, from uh, Kingston all the way up to uh, Sault Ste. Marie. So we... We cover the whole province. And and Joe, I know it's probably a little bit more complicated than 
I think, but can you explain basically how different areas are going to come up with different rates and, and just basically how that works? Because, you know, you might get some volunteers saying or talking at conference and, oh, I got this rate on my home insurance and auto and, oh, well, I got this rate. So what, what are some of the variables that go into some of those rates that you guys are, are working with? Uh, that's a very good question, David. Um, the insurance industry is getting more and more sophisticated every day, and there are a number of different rating variables that go into uh, when the companies develop their, their, their rates for car and, uh, and home insurance. Um, they look at loss costs. Like, for instance, uh, recently, you know, if you're down in the Windsor-Essex area, uh, when it comes to flood or overland water coverage, um, when there's a high risk of, of uh, loss in those areas, insurance companies will reduce and sometimes may not even offer those type of coverages. And on the, the other side, with regards to car insurance, a lot of them look at the type of car you're driving because there are different cars have different uh, safety features in them, which can make them, you know, better to insure from being involved in an accident. And then they look at the where you live and the uh, the frequency of claims for living in those postal codes. They look at uh, how long you've been driven. They look at your driving records uh, from regards to accidents and tickets. So there's a number of different variables that go into it. And, you know, if you're in an area, larger urban centers such as Toronto, and uh, again, it's been well publicized that, you know, one of the most expensive areas in Ontario is Brampton, you know, compared to somebody driving in, say, Chatham, the rates are going to be you know, could be substantially different, you know, comparing, you know, if you're comparing apples to apples, same driver, same vehicle. But there is a lot of different variables to go, you know, age goes into it, marital status. There's a, there's a number of different vehicles, I mean, variables that go into uh, making up rates. So, Joe, like everything else, the insurance world is changing. What are, what are some of the trends that you guys are seeing in insurance uh, for both home and auto? One of the big ones, and it's uh, I know it's uh, been in the news uh, lately, comes down to the distracted driving. Distracted driving now is the number one cause of death in motor vehicle accidents, uh, overtaking uh, drinking and driving uh, accidents. And unfortunately, David, within the last uh, year, we lost two actually clients that uh, were struck and killed by a distracted driver. Now most insurance companies, if they haven't already, are quickly um, – rushing to file new guidelines of what they will take as regards to people with uh, tickets. So now most companies, again, standard companies I'm talking about, will no longer accept a driver who has been convicted for using a handheld device. So now these individuals have nowhere to go but like to the non-standard insurance companies. And that can lead to uh, thousands of dollars increase in their premiums for auto insurance. So one of the trends right now is if, uh, you know, you've heard it, don't uh, don't text and drive because uh, if caught, your insurance company your insurance company will uh, either cancel you or raise your rates substantially. Just going to jump in. That, that's a great reminder too, because everybody in the festival and events world, it, the pace is so quick and things are happening so fast, and that urge to just jump on and answer and respond, you know, it can like you said, it can affect your future insurance payments down the road and. And I guess in worst case scenarios, you may not be able to get insurance. And, you know, it's getting more and more like drinking and driving and, and everything else. So it, it's really important to to pay attention to those rules and regulations and because you're not going to realize it until you have to pay the premiums. 
Absolutely. And another trend in the industry, David, is you know on the on the homeowner side, is to do with the climate change. So you know over the last five years, flood and sewer backup claims have actually surpassed fire as the number one cause of damage to homes and cottages. Um, over the last few years, uh, we've seen substantial. Uh, water damage claims. I mentioned Sussex, Windsor area, uh, where a lot of those people can't even get insurance. You know, most people today, you know, if they've been with their company for a while, may you know may need a tune-up on their on their current policy. Like if you have a finished basement, um, you know, the minimum coverage you should have now for flood and sewer backup coverage is probably you know in the area of seventy-five thousand dollars. And we have a lot of new clients that come to us, and uh, they either don't have that coverage, um, or um, their company they're with now restricts that coverage. You know, it's, and, you know, flood, you know, sometimes return to overland water and sewer backup is not covered on your standard homeowner's policy. A lot of people think it is. Breaking up, uh, busting of a pipe or something in the house is covered. But if you have a finished basement and your sewer backs up because of the infrastructure of where you live can't handle the, uh, you know, the increase of the rain and the water, or if you have a flood, have to have that endorsed on your policy. That's something that is, you know, a lot of people, you know, sometimes assume is covered, but in actual fact, it is not. So, Joe, in this segment, I'm going to make our last pitch for for executive directors, boards of directors, anybody that's listening, to make sure that this gets passed down to their volunteers because it is it can be a benefit to volunteering. I mean, everybody can use a, a little bit extra money in their pocket for whatever they enjoy doing. Once again, just run through how uh, a member or a volunteer gets in touch with you and finds out about this discount. Well, they can uh, they can contact our office. We uh, we do have a one eight hundred number one eight hundred two four three. 9379 um, and they can put in extension 2243 and we'd be more than happy to uh, to give them a, a rate or they can contact me uh, directly at joe at insuranceland.ca. Okay, Joe, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about event insurance and we're going to talk about uh, some business interruption and, and cyber uh, insurance policies more when we return on FIO on the air. Festivals and Events Ontario supports a lively, engaged, and dedicated festival and events industry. Purchase your Festivals and Events Ontario membership today and get a team of people working to help you succeed. Here's just a few benefits that membership provides. Promotion, saving money, networking, industry awards, supplier discounts, communications, skills development, and so much more. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. The voice of festivals and events in Ontario. FIO on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome back to FIO on the Air. I'm Dave McNeil. Uh, we've got another uh, supplier showcase going on right now. We're talking to our friends at Insurance Land, and Joe Sherwinski is with us. Joe, we talked in the first segment about home and auto and the value to volunteers and, and um, staff people in the festival and events world. Now we're going to get into some of the more specific stuff geared around festivals and events. Can you talk a little bit about your business and, and, and cyber insurance policies and, and what it's important to look for for festival and events people there? Absolutely. So, uh, David, we've uh, been able to secure uh, some uh, some some insurance companies that uh, have offered uh, us uh, discounted uh, and preferred rating on uh, festival events uh, insurance, which uh, great for for everybody uh, listening uh, today. 
Um, and we've also, which is very important, is that uh, we've also be able to uh, to secure cyber coverage, which again is a growing uh, trend in the industry when it comes to uh, commercial insurance. Because anyone that is collecting data or information, or even their own employees. Um, there is the uh, there is the threat of them getting uh, hacked and stealing of that personal uh, information. So it is very important. Uh, it is a new, fairly new coverage, and uh, it is very important uh, to organizers and uh, and uh, companies that have employees. And just so you can, we, you know, at Festival and Events Ontario, we we got somebody that got into our system and and locked us out of our, our files. Fortunately, we've got a really good backup system and. We were able to rebuild and, and, and get out of the situation, change some passwords. But, you know, for some other people, that's cyber. When they get in there, they can do a lot of damage and, and cause a lot of expense if you're not backed up and, and, and running your systems properly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there are so many different ways now that there, you know, there could be security breaches in, in our day-to-day lives, David. It's it's incredible, you know, something that we think of so obscure as our photocopiers and fax machines. Um, if they have a wire, if they would be able to access wirelessly, um, they could be hacked. And that any information that was either faxed or photocopied uh, is is ripe for the taking for a for a cyber a cyber breach. And when you're talking business insurance, what what are some of the other things that that our folks should be looking out to protect on the insurance side with uh, their businesses. Well, when you when, when you're looking at it, uh, you know, especially if you're doing one-off festivals or one-off events, and you're having third parties, uh, uh, you know, coming in either you know food trucks or uh, bouncy castles or even vans, uh, you want to make sure that you know they have their own uh, coverage because. You know, no matter what happens, you know, if something does happen and something goes astray, they should be the first line of defense if they they caused the or they were liable for the the loss. So you want to make sure they have coverage, and then you're going to want to make sure that you have adequate coverage as well uh, for the event. And again, a lot of people, you know, sometimes Joe's Bouncy Castle is coming to our festival. And they have insurance. Some insurance companies, um, even if that if that uh, bouncy castle individual has their own insurance, may exclude that from their policy for the overall policy of the uh, of the festival uh, that is whoever's running the festival. So it's important uh, when you are trying to get insurance for that particular event that uh, you inform the insurance company or your broker what is actually transpiring and, and taking place because the last thing you need is a gap in your coverage for some you know something that you think is covered because they have their own insurance but uh, you still can uh, get uh, sued because you are the organizer of that event and you should be asking for a, a letter in writing from their insurance company that that they are in fact covered you should Absolutely. And they should be covering, you should be covered as a, an additional insured on their policy as well, because you want to see that certificate of insurance. And that documentation is not tough to get. If you've got a good insurance company and you've got a good rep, it's simply a phone call and, a, and a letter fax, right? Absolutely. And even for the, the, the festival organizers, if they're at a city-owned property, 
um, they're going to want to see that, that you have a certificate of insurance, so they are readily available. And the only way to, to ensure that they do have that is to make sure that they provide you with their uh, certificate of insurance. Now, for some of our suppliers who work with different festivals around the province, um, every festival has their own threshold. Like, you know, some people want a minimum $1 million, some want $2 million, some want $5 million. What's involved for a supplier to increase their their rate for a week because say they normally only carry a million dollars but this festival requires two million is it possible to go in and get an, uh, an extension for a, a specific period of time for any said festival that is different than what you normally carry what uh, what what predominantly happens is that like you're right they would have a set amount of liability um, you can go back to your your you know, depending on how many events we're talking about, David, but uh, if it's a one-off and all of a sudden that you're in the middle of a policy and uh, that particular city or town wants uh, five million and you only have two, you can, you know, approach your broker and um, they can reach out to the insurance company to increase your, your uh, level of liability, but uh, again, at additional cost. As you jump through, say, from a, a- one million to a five million dollars if you had to do that for a week what might you be looking at for for a rate again i guess the variables vary across the province right? yeah yeah it, it it it's that's a that's a tough question david because again if you have a festival that has you know is basically no alcohol served or there's no you know bouncy castles uh, or it's just a parade it, it could be totally different so it, it's that's a, that's a loaded question, and I, I I don't really have an answer without you know having more specifics. But you're probably just for that alone, you're probably looking uh, between four and seven hundred dollars extra, depending so, on what's going on, because it is a big jump. So depending on your ROI, it's worth asking the question to find out rather than yeah. just saying no, I don't carry that much insurance. Yeah, and and, and again, as a supplier, if you're going to you know, what I always suggest to the suppliers is, is they go to the, you know, if they know they have one show at $5 million, um, you might as well get insurance for the $5 million because eventually the towns and municipalities and the cities are, go- are going to start increasing their uh, their requirements for liability uh, just because the how litigious, uh, you know, our society is starting to become. So is there a, a comfort zone there? Like, are you seeing more and more people going to that? Five million, or is two oh, yeah. million still the Absolutely. Truck? So five million is more. Well, of a... again, more and more and more, you know, people are looking for the five million. The cities are are definitely looking for five million. Like everything else, uh, you know, we're uh, in the festival world. We're spending a lot of time on risk management. We've talked about the cyber threats. What are some other risks that you should be looking at and including in your business uh, insurance? You talked about your photocopies, your fax machines, your your servers and everything else. What are some other business things that should be uh, covered? Well, uh, again, you know, the, the, the major things for the events is, is your is your liability insurance, uh, because again, a lot of people there's no really you don't have the contents or the business interruption time, you know, interruption um, insurance. But one thing that you know, again, certain insurance companies will now provide is. Uh, 
again, say you, you have a festival that is planned for a Saturday and because of weather or, you know, storms or something like that, um, there are companies out there that will um, provide you with insurance if that particular, um, you know, festival or event does not uh, does not happen because of extenuating circumstances. So, again, that's a, a, a neat little coverage uh, to have if, uh, you know, if you're doing something outdoors and you may be uh, you may be worried about uh, cancellation because of weather, but uh, the main one is 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 your is your liability insurance and like I said, having some type of cyber insurance because there are so many ways now that uh, people can you know get into that and that's an area that's becoming more and more prevalent for for putting risk of different organizations and uh, and companies. You're listening to Theo on the Air. Back in just a minute. Become a Festivals and Events Ontario member today and join a family of more than 500 members that represent over 1,400 festivals and events in Ontario. Knowledgeable, dedicated, and passionate event organizers and volunteers who can help make your event a success. Membership fees range in price depending on the size of your festival or event. If you're a supplier of goods or services, you can also become a member and get connected with planners across the province. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. Welcome back. Theo on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to Theo on the Air. I'm Dave McNeil. We're doing another in our Supplier Spotlight series. We've got our friends from Insurance Land. Joe Sharinsky is with us. Joe, we talked uh, about liability insurance for special events. Um, Just wanted to get into some more of the more intricate details. Um, You know, we've talked about multiple day, multiple day events or or multiple events throughout the year, uh, one-offs. Talk a little bit about what you should be looking at as you get that special uh, events insurance coverages in in order well um the, the big thing too david is when, when you're doing the one-off events is you know if you have your your festival or your special event that's running from a thursday to a sunday you are you don't want to just get any insurance for those days because you know more more often than not you're going to have the next day is going to be a cleanup day and then and then you're going to probably have a setup day so you, so things can happen even after the event as long as you're still on site so it's very important then when you do getting the uh, that type of uh, insurance that uh, it covers the whole gambit while you're going to be on site and you know again a lot of things that help mitigate or, or reduce you know the amount of premium uh has to do with you know what kind of security um do you have in place uh during the event um like i said the, the type of vendors uh, do they have their own insurance and i strongly suggest that they don't that uh, they it's easy for a vendor or a supplier to to receive a, um like a, a short term policy to cover a specific festival or a special event that they do uh, they do uh, attend, so it is uh, very important. And again, it's very important too, so the insurance company knows exactly what is going on um, at that particular special event, and you know if the liquor is served, making sure that uh, you know who is responsible for hiring the servers. Do the servers have are they smart uh, served uh, trained? Uh, you know, those things, you know, sometimes get overlooked, but they're very important when it comes to uh, looking after and making sure that that special event is properly insured and covered. 
And, and like you said, preparation is the key, especially when alcohol is involved, because there's a security that that's has to be in place. The I, I know the liquor laws are changing somewhat now, but there's still fenced areas, uh, police coverage, fire, you know, safety and all of that. And I think preparation and having a good uh, plan heading into event certainly helps with your with your insurance the more prepared you are the better off you are to make a proper quote fair to say absolutely for sure and, and again you know insurance companies don't want any any surprises so um if you if you think that something uh, might be you know a little out of the ordinary or something maybe a little different uh it's always good to inform your broker just so they can give uh you know the insurance company a heads up of uh of something that may be uh, a one-off or, or a little different. Going along the alcohol line again, if you are just a three or four day festival, uh, if you're serving alcohol, charges can be laid quite a bit after the event, like up to, I believe it's two years. How does your coverage work that way? Well, yeah, again, more, that's more the onus on the person that was uh, injured in the uh, at the event that they have two day two years to to uh, put in a claim um, against the uh, the festival or event. So that and uh, again, that's the standard wording in in, in most policies that uh, anyone that wants to bring a suit, they have two years to bring that suit. And as long as that they can prove that uh, the liability issue occurred within the uh, the time period of the policy, then that insurance company has to respond. Uh, to that particular claim. So even if you had uh, a special event insurance policy that covered you for one week and two years down the road, you've got a claim coming back to that period, as long as that period was insured properly, you're covered for the length of the claims. Yeah, and again, as long as there was no exclusions in place for for whatever activity caused uh, the injury, absolutely. Uh, cannabis is new to the event world. Uh, this year is going to be the first summer going through. And I know there's more questions than there is answers. And, and my recommendation to everybody that's asking is, if you're not sure, ask. Ask your local police department. Ask your fire department. Ask your health department. Ask your municipality. And for certain, ask your insurance provider. Because in, in a lot of these instances, until we know the playing field, festivals and events are assuming the risks that go along with that anything that you want to add to that joe <laughs> that's, that's a tough one david because uh it is it is very new and, and, it, and it's you know they're even asking on the homeowner policies now if you have any cannabis plants and um each right now i think you know there are some leaders but I can't, you know, can't say blanket wise that every insurance company is handling or is dealing with the the new threat of, you know, impairedness through cannabis or how that is they're going to treat it uh, in their policies. My suggestion uh, at this point in time, because it is so new, is is contact your your broker and they can contact your insurance company and find out. Um, if they have any restrictions, and if so, what they are. It's it's so new right now, David. I I can't uh, you know give you a definitive answer that all insurance companies are handling it this way, or all insurance companies are handling it that way. It's just it's so new right now. It's it's a it's a it's a new piece that the insurance companies are are working through to to get a handle on on how to uh, 
to handle the different situations. And I think due diligence just requires you to ask as many people as possible at this point until, until we've got the, the laws written and, and the coverage is written. Um, Joe, we touched on a lot of things today. Can you give us some contact information for volunteers, employees of the festival event world that might want to check out some rates on home and auto or check out their special events uh, liability? How do our members get in touch with uh, the good folks at Insurance Land? Yeah, we, we have a 1-800 number, David. It's 1-800-243-9379, and they can hit extension 2243 or extension 2241, or they can uh, reach me, uh, send me uh, an email at joe at insuranceland.ca, and I'll be more than happy to uh, to look after them. Well, Joe, we appreciate everything we do for you. Thanks for uh, stopping by today and sharing uh, your knowledge with us and, and all of our members at Theo, uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, David, for the opportunity to speak, and uh, I really appreciate it. I'm Dave McNeil. You've been listening to Theo on the Air. Thanks for listening to Theo on the Air, the voice of festivals and events in Ontario. Festivals and Events Ontario has entered the world of podcasting with Theo on the Air. Join us as we sit down and chat with the movers and shakers of the festivals and events community. The goal is to share insight, advice, planning techniques, and overall strategy with you, our FIO members. On the next podcast, would you like us to interview someone specific, cover a particular topic, answer a question? Let us know. FIO on the Air wants to give you what you need to succeed. Contact us now, Dave at festivalsandeventsontario.ca.